I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Okay, I'm on my way to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so, <laughs> run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And this week we're going to be talking about popular book talk books. Are you on book talk? I'm starting to get back on book talk. I was, you know, on Outer Banks a little bit. I was on Twilight a little bit. <laughs> now I'm back. <laughs> okay, but Twilight and book talk definitely have like an overlap. For oh, sure. yeah. But you have to specifically like someone's like book talk in order mm-hmm. to get more to get on there yeah yeah which i do i i usually try to like book talk book tiktoks book talk tiktoks yeah to get on there. but after a while like i kind of get bored of seeing them because they're all the same books actually i do agree with that like it yeah. is always the same books that's why i try to like them whenever i see different books yeah but now with like the fast forward few. feature like if I saw... I don't have that. I need to update. <laughs> oh, no! If I... Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> I used I to see, it. like, the first book, and if it was, like, Akatar, Colleen Hoover... Not that those mm-hmm. books are bad, but just they're, like, literally... Yeah, everyone is, like, top five books them. you need to yeah. read, and then it's all the same books. I, I would skip it. Like, I wouldn't even like it, but now I can, like, fast forward and see, like, what books they're going to be talking about. So it's definitely helpful. Yeah. I can't believe you don't even have that feature yet. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And then sometimes I'll see comments like, thank God I have the fast forward feature so I didn't have to watch this whole thing. And I'm like, Could okay, good for you. I literally did have to watch this whole thing. Because I am that type of person. Like, if there's one where it's like, I don't know, you can tell that it's going to be a really long, like, cake decorating video and it's, like, going really badly I'm, like, curious. I want to see if it ends up bad or if they somehow fix it. So I will sit there and watch the whole thing. I mean, now with, like, I think they just extended the time. Like, people can be posting, like, a (laughs) three-minute TikTok. I'm like, there's no way. So that fast forward. I can't do that. Are we both drinking white wine? So, no. um, (laughs) I actually am drinking a sparkling water (laughs) in a wine glass. I don't okay, like that you um, made me say that on the <laughs> podcast. I'm embarrassed, um, ashamed. I do it to feel fancy. Okay, but what's more embarrassing? You drinking sparkling water and <laughs> me drinking white wine and assuming you're also drinking white wine because I'm an alcoholic. No. With my wine me. bottle. <laughs> okay, the wine bottle adds a little bit of that. You look like a maniac right now. I wish you guys could see Vicky with her bottle of wine in one hand, her glass, and just cackling. <laughs> you look terrifying. No, I think it's normal to assume that it's wine in a wine glass. That would probably make <laughs> okay. More yeah, sense. yeah. You know, if it was a regular glass, I would have never assumed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was feeling fancy, feeling crazy. I really like this one. Do you drink sparkling water? Yeah, I like Spindrift. Uh, the stuff they have at Starbucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. A classic Vicky move. I like the lemon shallow flavor from LaCroix. I've never had LaCroix. 
Okay, so I had like a pomegranate one freshman year of college and I hated it. And so I never tried it again. And then one time I was at Target and I was walking through the sparkling water aisle and this man was like stalking the shelves and he was like, do you want this coupon? And I was like, sure. And he gave me a coupon. It was for like the limoncello flavor specifically. So I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll get the (laughs) limoncello flavor um, LaCroix. And I got it, and I'm obsessed with it, so thank you. Imagine he was planted there specifically to give out coupons to pretend like he just had it. I hope that he wasn't because it made me feel really special. Aw, Jen. And it had a big impact on my life because, like, I am obsessed with it now. I used to not like sparkling water at all. Like, I love all the memes where it's, like, sparkling water taste like the aftertaste of lime or something like they're just so funny but now i just i don't know i like it better than regular water i started it during quarantine yeah i like used to hate it and now i'm obsessed i'm gonna make a book talk called books to drink based on your favorite flavor of sparkling water you know what i need to get back on making those things talking about how i've been really lazy lately I now have not that made you one of those. It, you have not had a Wednesday blog post in months, Vicky. <laughs> I fell off the rails. Same. I feel like we fell off the books or rails at the same time. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Life just Vicky got busy. in a downward spiral. I don't know. If you guys are still hanging into this podcast, <laughs> thank you very much. If I had to actually pinpoint when I fell off Booksta. It was when we started this podcast because yeah. I feel like the podcast takes so much energy mm-hmm. that I can't balance the podcast and Bookstagram at the same time. So Bookstagram has really suffered. But it's worth so, it because I think the podcast is yeah. really fun. So. The podcast is really fun. And that's the thing is like a lot of my Wednesday posts were really like good ideas not to be full of myself. Like I'd rather use <laughs> I'd rather use those ideas on the podcast. Like I feel like I don't have enough good ideas to use them on the podcast and have a post every Wednesday. Like I'm not that creative if and fun. You guys have not seen Jen's blog post. Immaculate. She <laughs> please go take a look. They're far back. What type of food is booked? <laughs> What type of animals are books? States. What book is a state? And they are so wildly accurate, it's almost scary. I really want to do one about, like, sparkling water flavors now, though. No, that would be actually a really good idea. Because, I mean, that's not something we talk about on here. No, absolutely not. And what else? You did, like, one that was, like, what um, scents or candles... Oh, candle yeah. scent and, like, what book you should read based off your favorite favorite candle scent. That was a good one. That was a good one. I, I think a few the good food ones, one a few was my favorite because for some reason they just all made so much sense. I was like, yeah, you're right. YA is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know why. And, like, everyone kind of universally agreed on them, which was scary. It just made sense. <laughs> I, like, kind of got personally offended, though, when someone would comment disagreeing with me. Like, I hate to admit to that, but it hurt my feelings. <laughs> and it's like, I came up with these. You should Instagram. Like, you should do last week's episode. Oh, for genres. the anything yeah. pros? Ooh, that's a possibility. But Vicky just wants me to be our social media yeah, manager 24-7. She's working I me do. into the ground, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working you to the ground. As you text me right before I'm about to leave for work, hey, 
can you send me a picture of you <laughs> holding this book? And I'm like, ma'am, I'm about to leave for work. But sure, I'll I do literally, it. I literally didn't post on Monday because I forgot. <laughs> we had a new episode release on monday i just didn't post about it so i don't think i'm being worked we, into the job. I we also almost didn't have an episode guys jen and i <laughs> so We're jen not okay as you've heard jen is social media manager and i edit the podcast <laughs> and i'm in charge of posting them and i totally forgot that it was monday or that it was going to be monday the next day that we did not have an episode <laughs> I had to edit this thing at like nine o'clock at night, get it out there. And then Jen texts me and is like, I forgot we had an episode out today. And I was like, almost same. It was like 5 p.m. on Monday. And one of my friends texts me like, loved your podcast. And I was like, oh my God, that was out today. Because Monday was like the day that I actually got the keys to my new place. So I was not, yeah, it was not busy. a thought in my head. You were like getting your room together. I don't even blame you for any of that doing some decor yeah you know some really important stuff hanging some string lights yeah. you know the essentials so i just have a question for you um okay. you want to talk about book talk or <laughs> nah. no <laughs> i actually really don't i want to talk about random shit for a whole episode anything pros okay. where anything goes <laughs> anything pros anything goes should we do like a compare and contrast between book talk and bookstagram real quick before we get into like some of the popular books? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I kind of feel like book talk is like a beginner level bookstagram. <laughs> because like <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain what I mean by that. Let me explain what I mean. So, like you said, like it's all the same books pretty much like over and over again it's like at least what my for you page has been like yeah. i feel like it's pretty much the same books but like book talk bookstagram is more like advanced like it's people like <laughs> posting ev- <laughs> everything that they read and i get like more recommendations but like if you're just starting out and haven't read a lot i feel like book talk would be the place to go because you'll get like the best kind of like quick read recommendations yeah but if you've like already read all those books and are looking for something new you won't find bookstagram so i think the main difference is on book talk everyone is posting like books i gave five star reviews for um my top five favorite books like five books to read if you get out if you want to like you're in a reading slump or whatever mm-hmm. top five fantasies like it's always like top this top that a list yeah. yeah and so and they're all the same like someone's mm-hmm. top five books to get out of a reading slump and someone's like top five five star books are <laughs> literally the same books and yeah. like you said on book sets like it's not really lists like that it's everyone like mm-hmm. you read a book you post a review you i mean there's book stacks yeah. and stuff but they are filled with so many books like i feel like like you said, there's more diversity on Bookstagram than there is BookTok. Yeah, and I also feel like it is more, like, long reviews like that. Like, BookTok isn't really a medium where it's, like, here's a book and here's all my thoughts on it. Like, I've seen a few book talks like that, and I do really enjoy them when people do that. When they're, like, actually talking about, like, a review for one book. I love those. But it doesn't seem, like, really common. Yeah, it's just, like, they post little bullet points. Like, maybe, like, two or three before they go. Which yeah. I get, because you're... I mean, it's a TikTok. It's, like, 60 seconds. It's a different medium. Yeah, yeah, it's just different. Like, it's a different audience. 
Yeah, I do agree. And there's, like, fun things that you can do on BookTok that you can't really do in, like, a Instagram photo. So, like, it does, it is that. And then I also do feel like, I know I said it was, like, beginner level, whatever. (laughs) But I think, I think that those, (laughs) I think those TikToks do take a ton of work. Like, way more work than I put into my photos, for sure. It's, like, intense. Like, it's, like, expert level skills but like beginner kind of like get into reading oh, books yeah. i made a real once on the skills Instagram. are nuts i could like not figure out how to get the text to like appear where i wanted it to and disappear <laughs> so where i wanted it to it's hard like if you can make tiktoks first off if you even have the ideas to make tiktoks mm-hmm. like good for you but then when you actually can like implement them like really well oh my god it's intense. like the different fonts the music the fonts disappearing new words coming like i just i don't understand how to do any of that i'm gonna stick that's to my thing is like i am not gonna come in here and talk bad about book talk because the skill level is <laughs> amazing <does>. you guys <laughs> <laughs> there may need to be some fresh books on there but <laughs> the skill level is amazing yeah my sister has like a tiktok account i think i told you about this like a big tiktok account where she like yeah, reviews yeah, food yeah. places and i don't know how she does all that like she makes all the videos go together and i don't even know music and it's a like, lot popular of sounds yeah picking the sound and like making it not flop and like that's another thing i'm always like how do people specifically find the most perfect sound for their tiktok like do you just save it and you're like i know a good tiktok in the future to use with this sound i i don't know it's like it's a different thought process that is advanced beyond me like i've had a few (laughs) i've had a few people say that um we should have a tiktok for our podcast and i simply couldn't do it (laughs) if you (laughs) texted me one day and was like do you want to make a TikTok for the or the podcast? I'd be like, mm, I think you have the wrong That's audience. On you. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing is, like, um, there are a lot of other podcasts that have, like, videos of them, like, recording and have the audio, like, little clips as mm-hmm. TikToks. And, like, that would be really cool. I don't know how to do that. And I'm not advanced enough to do yeah, that. I don't either. That would be cool, and though. finding we, the like, sounds. Screen recorded it would be our really podcast cool. one day and, like posted like sneak peeks yeah that's like what they do they do like little clips and like i love that idea but as the social media manager i'm overrun (laughs) you forgot to (laughs) with my three posts a week (laughs) (laughs) my three posts a week are running me into the ground (laughs) you're busy trying to make some memes and find the tiktoks when i was really going through a rough time i posted on the anything pros account and i did not post on my bookstagram so i'm prioritizing this job <laughs> oh my god the sponsors jen and i um are poor we're putting in the work <laughs> we put our blood sweat and tears in here we haven't talked about a single book <clears throat> not let's the- talk about the books that are always on book talk like the ones that we're referring to when we say it's the same five books because the fact that you were able to make this list and i looked at it and was like yes all these books i was gonna say like it just shows every single tiktok is kind of the same yeah and it's really weird because like working at barnes and noble um every single barnes and noble now has a book talk table it's just a thing and, yeah, so I would always see the book talk table, and, like, I could have a customer come up, and they'd have three books, and I'd be like, yeah, you went to the book talk table. Wait, does yours? Like, I, I've seen TikToks where they have the book talk, but then they also have spicy book talk. 
Have yeah, you, did I think we had, had that one. table. I think it did either that or I saw it somewhere else. That's nice level. book talk. They probably should separate it though, like that, because like there's kids on TikTok, <laughs> you know, like just trying to read like you know six of crows i would never read spicy book talk and here's why (laughs) i would (laughs) every single book on spicy book talk has a person on the cover and as we talked about in an episode if there's a person on the cover i don't want to read it I don't think that we're on the same side of spicy book talk. I need to What's put you on to some other books. I'll, we'll talk about them. Okay. Let's talk about them now. Okay. Okay. Idea. So this is one that is on spicy book talk that I have seen a lot and been interested in but haven't read. Um, a Touch of Darkness. I feel like I know what that cover looks like. You should look it up. I'm going to read the description from Goodreads. But um, I've seen a lot of people... Ah, there is a person on the cover, but this cover is not the cover I've seen before. Anyway. Okay, so this is the description. Persephone is the goddess of spring by title only. The truth is, since she was a little girl, flowers have shriveled at her touch. After moving to New Athens, she hopes to lead an unassuming life disguised as a mortal journalist. Hades, god of the dead, has built a gambling empire in the mortal world, and his favorite bets are rumored to be impossible. After a chance encounter with Hades, Persephone finds herself in a contract with the god of the dead and the terms are impossible. Persephone must create life in the underworld or lose her freedom forever. So it's like a Persephone, Hades, retelling, spicy book talk thing. That sounds good. And this covers, like, yeah, that's the one I remembered. So I It's like purpley it. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen a lot of people buying that, and it does interest me. That actually sounds really good. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. I was like, Vicky, we're not on the same page okay, about but, Spicy like, Book Talk. I literally saw a TikTok where someone went into Barnes & Noble and was like, here's Book Talk table, here's Spicy Book Talk, and every single book had like the people on the cover, and I was like, I'll probably never read any of those. Mm. And it's the, what's the author? Penelope Douglas. She like I've heard she's an amazing. I want to author. read her. Amazing. None of those have people on yes, the cover. Yes, they do. Where are you getting this? Ma'am. Ma'am. Look at Punk Fifty Seven. That's the only That's one, one that, that I... doesn't. <laughs> well, that one doesn't have people on the cover, and I want to read it. Punk Fifty Seven is also... actually on my TBR. <laughs> it's not wait like on your physical TBR or like on a generalized. TBR. Like I added it to my Goodreads TBR, so you know it's real. <laughs> I haven't logged my Goodreads books. I think it's, since the podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> no, since before that. Like I think it says I've read like ten books this year. Yeah, I used to be so active on Goodreads, and now I'm just not. Same. I just. Okay, let me read the description for Punk Fifty Seven. Ew, that, I don't like this description. It's to lovers, I think. That's why I added it to my TBR. Yes, it is an enemy slovers. I think it has like two descriptions, blah blah blah, high schoolers. It looked really good and it's like I would sell so many of those at Barnes and Noble and like that's kind of what I was putting things on my TBR based on because I was like, wow, so many people are buying this. I think I need to read it. But Penelope Douglas and A Touch of Darkness, like her books in the, that book like seemed really interesting to me. I've actually From started Spicy to book see talk. her book talks on Instagram lately. Really? Yeah. Penelope Douglas herself? Not Punk <laughs> not Punk 57, <laughs> but there's another one where, like, 
she there's a girl and she's dating this guy and she breaks up with this guy to date the dad oh my god <laughs> i know i think it's <laughs> see i want to read that <laughs> That's I think like it's called, it's like birthday girl or something. I have seen. Oh a few yeah, that reviews. one's really popular. That one sold a lot. I want to read that. How can I get this book like right now? It has to be on Libby, right? <laughs> wow, this is crazy. I need to get this right away. <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> Jen literally told me thirty <laughs> minutes ago she's on a book ban. <laughs> I need to get this right away. <laughs> if you cannot find I, this on Libby, you're not allowed to get it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I told Vicky that my TBR is, like, no longer fitting on the shelf. It's um, overflowed, which is incredibly embarrassing, so I'm not allowed to buy anything. But she leaves him for her his dad. Like I'm pretty I sure that. that's the plot. <laughs> if I buy it and that's not the plot, I'm suing you. <laughs> Like, for lies. Okay, so that is one thing that is cool about Book Talk, though. I feel like it can blow up any book. And it's just, like, on merit, which is kind of interesting. I was going to say, if you're lucky enough that someone just adds your book to their list, it's going to go off because everyone's going to start adding it. I am so engrossed in this. Like, I need to find Birthday Girl. What are you looking for? On Libby? I'm looking on Libby, but I couldn't find it, so now I'm on Amazon. <laughs> Stop it. Go to the library. The real library. Okay, I'll have to look later. Okay, we'll go. I wonder we'll if the books are it. even in the library, though. They seem inappropriate right. for the library. <laughs> but Fifty Shades is in the library. Fifty Shades is, like, Shades. also a movie, though, so I think it gets a pass. Oh, so my roommate was asking me today. I've never read Fifty Shades, so maybe you could help me with this. <laughs> she was saying, "Is the is the book like more explicit than the movie? Because obviously, in the movie, they don't like really have intercourse because it's a movie, and that'd be like porn." Yes, but the book it's is not. It's definitely like more in depth, obviously. But mm-hmm. I honestly can't remember. But I don't like. It's like. I wouldn't even consider it, like, spicy or steamy. Really? That's, yeah. like, disappointing. Yeah. I don't think... How did it... But it came... Think of when it came out. Like, it. that was in, okay, like, that's true. 2010 or 11. I mean, it was spicy <laughs> back then, but now I've read spicier. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I think he's like, I've seen worse. Yeah. I've been in the trenches. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen some things. I've been some places. <laughs> Talia Hibbert's books are so <gasps> spicy. Oh my We're just my talking gosh. about spicy and books. And they come out like, of nowhere. Nowhere. Out when they're in the nowhere. alley. Like, I'm literally sitting there reading Get a Life, Chloe Brown. I'm like, ooh, they're in the forest. Do-do-do, camping. Boom. <laughs> Fucking Boom. sex scene out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh my there was, god. <laughs> there was one where they were in the alley, like, walking home from dinner or something. I was like, shit, what the? Eve Brown, though, for the youngest Brown sister, she got down. (laughs) She's crazy. (laughs) Eve is is in there. She's in there. Yeah, um, lots of spicy books. I don't think those are on Book Talk, though. They should be. They don't get the recognition that they deserve. And I will take that. I say that very seriously. Because I love Talia Hibbert. 
all three, all three Brown sisters are amazing. So good. How do they not They're get just any so well written. They need to be on Book Talk. I'm gonna make a Book Talk now just to put these out there. Okay. Let's talk about more Book Talk books. Okay, so J- The Silent Patient is one that's always on there. That's one of the few thrillers I feel like that I always see. I feel like The Silent Patient, like, The Silent Patient and The Woman in the Window are the two thrillers that get the most hype. On Book Talk. And I think it's just because, like, I don't I don't even know why. There's so many I don't other know either. great books out there. <laughs> That's like, what's really weird is I can't determine what makes something a Book Talk book. Like, I don't get why it happens. Because it's, like, on Bookstagram, there's so many other popular thrillers. Like, I feel like Riley Sager is, like, huge on Bookstagram, but I've never seen his books never on, seen book talk. on Book Talk. How do you get on Book Talk? Like, I'm literally so confused. Like, making know. this podcast has made me really lost about how this even happens. But see, literally, like, a few people post the same book, and then everyone yeah. on TikTok reads it, and then everyone on TikTok posts that book. And yeah. somehow the silent patient just blew up. And I, if we I can find it's the not source, even the best thriller out there. We need to find the source of who's starting this shit, and they need to and be making money. <laughs> no, they need to be making money off this because that's they're doing like a huge thing right here. They should be being yeah. paid for this. Yeah, I really don't get it, honestly. I mean, some of them make sense. Like I get like it. a court like, of thorns and roses does make sense because that's also really popular on Bookstagram. Yeah. Seven and it makes sense of Evelyn Hugo makes sense. Yes, that one. Mmm, chef's kiss. I wish that other Taylor Jenkins Reid books got more hype, though, because it's really just Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Daisy Jones, which, like, I get it. They're the two most popular or whatever, but it's kind of sad. Even Malibu Rising. I haven't seen it Didn't get as much. I've seen it, like, a couple of times, but not really a lot. There are some that... I feel like I've read a lot of these, so I... I get it, but again, like, where does it come from? Like, who decided that this was going to be the book that, like, ruled all of TikTok? Okay, so you want to know the book that rules TikTok number one overall is a book I don't think either of us have read. They both die at the end. I was just going to say, is that the book you're talking about? I see that multiple times a day. Constantly. We sell 70 plus copies a week at Barnes & Noble. Vicky. I don't... I mean, I've never read it, I don't so I can't it. Did judge you read it, it. But I also can't okay. imagine it's that amazing. No, I don't want to read it. <laughs> I don't know if that's bad, but um, so my friend in high school read it, and she like and I read a lot of the same books, and she didn't like it, and was like, "Oh, there's like nothing special about it." So like, that's kind of where I'm going off, and like also to me, I'll, let me read the description because I wrote it down here. But I feel like the plot doesn't sound I mean, like they both I don't die know. At the end. That's all I need to on know. September fifth. <laughs> I don't want that. On September 5th, a little after midnight, Death calls Mateo Torres and Rufus and Materio to give them some bad news. They're going to die today. Mateo and Rufus are total strangers, but for different reasons, they're looking to make a new friend on their last day. The good news is there's an app for that called The Last Friend, and they are able to meet up to live a lifetime in a single day. I'm open for someone to call me out and tell me that I'm wrong and that, like, they loved this and I need to read it, but I want to hear why, because, like, it just, I don't get why it gets the, the hype good that news, it does. there's an app for that. That's where you lost me. <laughs> the good news, there's an app for that. 
It sounds like lazy writing. <laughs> like, from the description, like, I don't like how this. How to make two people that are going to die meet an app. Okay, so maybe Vicky and I should read this book and, like, talk about our experience on the podcast just because it is so hyped up. But, like, I honestly don't even want I think want it's going to be a movie. Like, but... I think Netflix picked it up. Mm, okay, well, I'd watch the, the movie. movie. I just well. don't want to read it. Um, yeah. Can okay, I, I maybe just, we'll watch the movie. Total side note. Today I opened up Netflix oh, no. <laughs> to watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh my god. And I guess can't. what was on Netflix? The Kissing Booth what? 3. Is this a joke? They did not make it there. That's one. what I said. I was like, <laughs> is this has when? to be like When did they I make thought a third it was one? The trailer. Recent. I was like, they have not advertised this at all. At all. I literally just Clicked on my Netflix and boom, you know, the very top movie. They always have like, it's Wait, out, it's out today. today. There was no trailer. Yeah, it's literally released August it, 11th. I like, this has to be the trailer, right? Probably coming out in a month or two. It was the actual movie. I w- Why'd they even make a third one? I could not stand The Kissing Booth 2. Like, the first one was bad. Like, I didn't enjoy it or anything. But the second one was like made me want to like crawl in a why hole. and how and when did they make a third one they i swear how did they get the they budget did not for that? advertise this movie at all i just log into netflix and there it is okay so i'm gonna get off this call and go watch <laughs> that right. out of just well, curiosity we'll and dislking myself all right i gotta go guys i know we've only talked about like one or two <laughs> books fine. Okay, so let's do let's do a face-off between two of Colleen Hoover's most popular books on Book Talk. It ends with us and Ugly Love. Which one should you read? It Which one shouldn't you read? Is if you've a top tier book. God tier. Tier. I actually okay, this is how you know it ends with us is God tier. I do not loan out my books. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Because my books are so sacred to me and I know I'm not getting that shit back. One of my friends yeah. that I haven't even known that long, by the way, asked me for a book recommendation and I told her and I was like, I actually have it. And she goes, can I borrow it? It was It Ends With Us and I loaned it to her. I gave her my copy of It Ends With Us because, because I wanted, wanted her to read, read it, it that so bad. bad. And I bought you It Ends With Us. You sent it to <laughs> me. Yeah, you sent it to me. That is the okay. So best we should book. say like by her and it, on ever and on ever <laughs> and on ever. No, it seriously was so good. It gave me like um probably too high of expectations for like all of her yeah. other books because it probably is the best one. Um, so good. That one is about Lily and she meets yeah. Ryle. Right? Is she the one that owns the flower shop? Yes. I think she does, and she meets him, mm-hmm. and he's, like, a neurosurgeon, and it seems perfect, and then yada, 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 it doesn't go yeah. well. Which is, like, a total... If you read Colleen Hoover books, you know that they always have tragedy to them. Like, no matter what. This could be the most perfect... It rips your heart love, out. soulmate romance you've ever read in your life, but there is something that is going to wreck the shit out of this relationship, and... I remember reading it and being just over the moon, happy, wishing I had a relationship like this, and then the so bomb happy. dropped. 
and I was I actually like dropped the book and I was like I know this isn't real right now like I know she did not make me love these characters just to hate them for this Mm -hmm. to happen to me it just okay so I feel like we talked about how we really like that Sarah J Moss does the thing where like characters um break up and like get together with other people and how it seems really real and I think that's probably a similar reason why I loved it ends with us so much is just because it is more real life to me like (laughs) it doesn't always like go as planned like you can meet someone and they can be really great at the beginning and it doesn't have to end well and I think it gave it's a true thing a lot of just perspective into that like society says when you meet oh, yeah. someone you stay with them if they're your true love you mm-hmm. work through it relationships aren't easy so power through and it ends with mm-hmm. us kind of sends a message like if you are not happy and you are not getting your needs met leave yeah leave okay and then so this is like a slight spoiler alert like I don't want anybody to have this book ruined so maybe skip ahead a little bit but like I just thought that the way that it all played out so slowly and gradually like really shed a light on like domestic violence for me because like I didn't know a lot about that and then just like reading it and seeing how things progressed and got worse Mm -hmm. so slowly it's like you know when you see something like that and you're like why didn't they just because leave because this is how like, why slow don't they it leave progresses. but it yeah. happens so slowly and then it's like me and my friends have been watching real housewives of beverly hills and like one of the women is in like a domestic- <laughs> this isn't funny <laughs> she's in a domestically abusive relationship and it gets progressively worse and then all of the other women are like if he is abusive towards her like why doesn't she leave him and all that stuff and like I really did think about this book and be like it like gave me a different Which perspective. Which is like a reason I think I loved the book so much because a lot of people are always like why didn't you leave and it's not like it's just you're in this happy ass mm-hmm. relationship and all of a sudden like he hits you. Yeah, like it's, it's not like it's it's it, good and it bad. It happens so slow, and you fall in love with the person, and you just want to believe because you're so in love with them, you want to believe it will never happen again. And so when it happens, you're mm-hmm. like, it's not going to happen again. They didn't mean it. That's yeah. what really sucked is because I like her thoughts made complete sense to me, and I was they like, did. I would do the same. Like I would absolutely do the same. Like because she's like. She believes him, and he, he makes yeah. her believe him. Like, yeah. it was a lot. I know. This, this book, can be really heavy, but it was really book, sad. Like, yeah. It hit home for me. I absolutely loved it's it. It's sad. And it's heavy. There was, like, some parts where I feel like a shit person for saying this, but, like, there were parts where I was like, just stay with him. He loves you. And and then yeah. in my head, I'm like, I can't I believe and I'm, then I'm thinking like, this. Oh. Like, she is a phenomenal But it was good. It was good to... That she made me feel for both of them. It was just... It was amazing. I, it makes me so happy that this is, like, one of her books yeah. that's blowing up on BookTok, too. It because deserves it's just, it. like, it really is something that's so important and something that she handled so well that I'm glad that it's getting out there and that people yeah. are reading it. Because I also feel like it does give, like, warning yep. signs. It to, things to look for like when they're apologizing and like then things That's a aren't cycle changing like <laughs> it's a cycle yeah. yeah it's a real thing it's tough but that deserves all the praise you know it doesn't deserve <laughs> all the praise <laughs> ugly love <laughs> which we've already gone into on yeah. here about why we didn't like why we it love insta love not for us yeah blah 
But books who got one thing right and one thing wrong. Again, there is such a huge age gap between the books. I mean, Mm -hmm. Ugly Love was like the second book she ever wrote. It Ends With Us is a very recent publish for her. Um, So I think she has grown as an author. Her writing just gets better and better. Um, And I think that's a main reason why Ugly Love doesn't really work for us and It Ends With Us Mm -hmm. does. Um, Yeah, I just... It, ugly love i don't really get why it's a hype but it ends with no us, deserves it, all. it ends with us absolutely deserves it ugly love i didn't really get it Mm-mm. but everyone seems to like it so book talk book yeah next book <laughs> mm, song of achilles you haven't read this have you haven't read it but unpopular opinion <laughs> what is wrong with you i read cersei and i hated it ah <laughs> Throwing my computer across the room. My friends are gonna be like, "Why is she Okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath. Take your time. Take your time. What do you mean you hated it? I hated it. For why? Why did you hate it? I just when she turns them into pigs. You didn't like that. Okay, that was the best part of the whole book, and that was like a chapter. Okay, I will give it to you. The book was a little slow. It was so I, slow. Oh my! See, that's that I, was my issue. Is it was like so three hundred pages before anything happened. And Cersei isn't that likable. She's not a likable character. I did not care ah. at all what happened to her. And then the fact, like literally, that pig scene. I think it happens at like after page three hundred. So I had to get through 300 like pages scene. of nothing in order. For, like It was a reward. It's like a reward. <laughs> it's like a reward. When you get to the pig scene, it's like a reward. The last 100 pages were great. I enjoyed them. Yeah. But the fact that I had to go through like 500 pages to get to those last 100 pages. No. Okay. And the only reason I was going to DNF it. The only reason I didn't was because I knew it was a fan fave. And I was like, I gotta see it through, my friend. <laughs> I gotta see it through, my man. <laughs> okay, I still think you should give Song of Achilles a try. Even after hearing all of these complaints and whininess that it's too slow. I think I, I will. I think you should give it a try. You told me. I think you I liked told me you like that one better. Yeah. And to be honest, I think that it kind of tainted my view of Circe. So I feel like I was riding the like enjoyment that i had and i think it did make me see Circe differently i will kind of admit that i don't know if i would have liked it as much if i hadn't read song of achilles before but song of achilles like it was good i it has been a minute since i've read it so maybe when you reread it or when you read it i'll reread it with you or like listen to the audiobook I'll also <laughs> listen to the audiobook because I don't have time to go through 500 pages of nothing. Is it really 500 pages? I don't know You're what Cersei so was. dramatic. You're so dramatic. No, Song of Achilles is good. Okay. I'll, I'll die on this hill. I, no, I do remember when I told you I didn't like Cersei, you were like, Song of Achilles is way better. So Yeah. Maybe I do I'll think it kind of tainted my view. Okay, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, I get this one. I get this one, I do. Because I remember absolutely loving this book. 
And I feel like it has a fun, catchy premise, which is mm-hmm. kind of the thing that I think Book Talk la- latches onto. That's what I'm seeing as a theme. Like, I think they're just going for these, like, cool ideas. She's different. Because cause Song of Achilles is, a, like, a retelling of the Iliad, and it's, like, male-male romance. Like, it's, like, fun, create like, you know, different. And Addie LaRue is, like, you know, she makes a deal. And then it's, like, over the course of 300 yeah. years. It's, like, fun. Yeah. No, I That's what I'm seeing on these. The book. And I think we talked about how we really liked... Was it Julie that, like, narrated the audiobook? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Don't get me started on Julie. My favorite topic. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about her. Julie Whalen. You guys follow her on Instagram? <laughs> Why would you bring her up? She's so amazing. <laughs> Anyway, I went back and forth. I listened to the audiobook and I listened and I read the physical book. But the audiobook was so good. She does amazing. <laughs> she does really good voices this and accents in everything. <laughs> I have a crush on Julie Whalen. I would die for her. I would marry Julie Whalen right now. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening to this, it's not a joke. Please text me. I'm at a broke bookworm. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a really great book. Moving on. <laughs> really great, really great narrator. Yeah, absolutely get why it's on Book Talk. The House in the Cerulean Sea. That's another one where I kind of see why it's on Book Talk. So good. This was actually, I think, the very first book I read this year. And mm-hmm. it was so good. And I think I'm a little biased because linus is a social worker and i'm also a social worker so it like tugged at my heart a little bit and i think that's like the main reason like some of the stuff that linus was going through even though this book is fantasy i was like yeah "Yeah, i go through that in my own job too like yeah with lack of resources corporate not caring as much as you do and yeah it was really good it was so good and there were so many like underlying issues that got brought to the surface like they were all like monsters but it kind of translated into real life where it's like you know people being racist and people not understanding people with mental illness it so it really kind did of, translate well it kind of reminds me of of pet in that way the book pet yes yeah, where yeah. it's like using kind of monsters and like that kind of fantasy element to talk about real themes like racism and Things like that. Yeah. Okay, so the only thing that I have to say about this is, have you heard, like, all the controversy about T.J. Klune's other books? Yeah, I have. That but makes they were me... Like, I've never read them. It was his earlier books, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I haven't read them, so I don't really know. But do you follow Alicia? Yeah. Yeah, she's the one who pointed that out, and I, like, obviously don't know because I've never read them. And she read House in the Cerulean Sea mm-hmm. after reading them and was like, I cannot believe this is the same author. Yeah, she did in her review point out that he did grow. She was like, I'm glad yeah. to see that he has like grown from his mistakes. because I, I would think never his, expect that. I know. And I think in her review, she mentioned that like in his first book, he support like not supported I mean, mm-hmm. I can't really, like, fully remember, but something with mm-hmm. police brutality, like, he... Yes. He, he didn't support he it, was, but like, he did, he like... making I little of it, if yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, I don't know yeah. what that word is, but... He didn't, like, fully just say, like, it was a big issue, and 
in House of the Cerulean Sea, like, police brutality, it doesn't come up as in he says police brutality, but because it's a fantasy book full of monsters. Yeah, he talks about all kinds of things like that. Into, like, authorities, like using authority figures yes exactly so i think so i don't know about the first one but he did make a comeback in this one like the themes i thought Mm -hmm. were really good and like well done yeah i thought it was a great book it had so many good messages in it great book and which is great i get it and if you're a social i get why it's on book talk you should read it because it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) you know my cousin was a social worker should i give her this you should yeah. Well, you okay. said was, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't even know what she does right now, so let's, I don't know. Maybe I'll give this to her and she'll go back to her social working days because she'll, she'll be so inspired. Maybe unless she's seen better. <laughs> yeah. The underpaid um, life. From Blood and Ash is super popular. Chef's kiss. Nikki's like praying right now. (laughs) She's literally at the altar. I actually have a TikTok for this that I should have sent you, but I forgot to. But I saved it. Send it to me and I'll post it on the Instagram. What is it? Is From Blood and Ash a good book? Is the writing good? (laughs) Um, Maybe not. Is the drama (laughs) top tier? Yes, it is. <laughs> is the romance if you guys... top tier? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> is the if plot? Does the plot been... make sense? <laughs> the plot makes no sense, oh. and I had to say that the in my review of a crown. No sense. <laughs> I had to say that in my review of a crown of gilded bones because I was like, okay, we're at the third book at this point. I feel like I need to be a little more critical. This was terrible. Like it was a terrible book, but I enjoyed it. It. Okay, I absolutely love this series. Love it. I if there's a fourth, fifth, sixth book, I'm gonna be reading it. I'll read them all. Yeah. Is does the plot make sense though? Like, does it line no. up? No. There are so no. many plot holes. There's so many things that like just don't make sense. And I think in my review, I was like, listen, if you want a coherent book where the this plot is, the is like linear and makes sense and doesn't have any holes in it the same for you if you're okay <laughs> with a book that is absolutely all over the place but the romance is top tier <laughs> this is for you yeah i feel bad like roasting this person's book to such an extreme extent but i'm sorry it just i don't know it was not yeah at all i mean it's very repetitive the like dialogue like, is the bad. dialogue is very like middle school like it, it really is not that great <laughs> but it's an amazing book i don't <laughs> <laughs> can you please i just the dialogue is not sense. good but please read it it's an amazing book i it really just shows... know it doesn't make sense but the story like the writing and the plot and whatever no good the story trash though, <laughs> amazing <laughs> the story no amazing. i remember when i read from blood and ash the hold it held on me it was like addictive <laughs> i physically could I, not leave my house until i finished this book like immediately became addicted to it I needed to know what happened. And, like, she's an amazing author for that because even though (laughs) she, like, 
doesn't, it doesn't use, matter. Yeah, her writing's like, you know, high <laughs> school, great. middle school. The dialogue's very repetitive. She still was able to make a story that is like, <laughs> it just it sucks you in. Like, I did not sleep until I finished this book. It absolutely deserves mm-hmm. its spot on Book Talk. Okay, so speaking of, like, me being in this, like, haze when I read this book, like, I remember, <laughs> Vicky, I vividly remember thinking, like, this is one of the best books I've read all year. <laughs> like, really I vividly is. remember. And you feel so bad about yourself for thinking that. But like, I felt terrible about myself. I think, actually, like, so I read Akatar, and I yeah. read that in, like, a day. Like, I remember posting a story and being, like, I'm 100 pages from finishing Akatar. Do I buy the next book? And I remember you messaged me and was like, do I need to read this book? And I was like, yes, bestie, you do. And then yeah. I read from Blood and Ash. And I was like, <laughs> Jen, if there's another trashy fantasy book you need to read, it is this one. And you were like, all right, buying it. <laughs> okay, so I went back to look at my review and I said, run out and buy it. I loved this book. It was not the most unique story or the best writing, but it was addictive and I am obsessed. <laughs> Which honestly sounds about right. I was literally so deep into the hole of From Blood and Ash. Like, it's spicy too. Deep. You get if you're lo- <laughs> deep into it. When I found out book three was not the end of the series, I was happy, but I also almost raged at the fact that I need to wait another year. Yeah, I somehow I feel both joy and the urge to cry. Like, the idea of having to read another one, like, <laughs> makes me happy, but also depressed. Like, I don't know how to describe that feeling. Wait, wait, wait. This is my review. Okay, listen. These books don't have the best writing. The dialogue and language is quite repetitive. And the world building is weak. But you know what? I'm here for the smut between Poppy and Hawk and the smut only. <laughs> That is absolutely accurate. It's steamy. It's fun. It's, it's fun. terrible. That's what it is. And I feel like we're on the same page in that. I love fun. We don't really judge books too harshly. Like Mm-mm. if the writing no. and the dialogue just isn't there, we're like, whatever. The book was fun to read. And we don't really like dive too deep into it. No. We're just like, it was a fun story I, and I enjoyed it. I'm not incredibly intelligent. <laughs> like, I- I'm not the smartest lady in the world. So if you don't really know how to write, like, I don't really mind. I'll read your book anyway. Like, I don't have, like, a huge brain. Like, I don't care. (laughs) But I think, like, we're just, like, life is really heavy. The last thing I need is to be critical of someone's writing. Like, when I pick up a book, I don't care. I want to just completely immerse myself in the story. Mm -hmm. And I, Sometimes and I read did. reviews and I'm like, damn, you're really critical. Like, oh you my really God, I dive know. deep. And I'm just I, not like that. Like, I'm mm-mm. a surface level reader. If the story is fun and there's smut <laughs> and banter, I'm, I'm like, here for great it. book. I will continue this is to fun. read this. Yeah, it's fun. It's like I've seen those TikToks where it's like me rating every book five stars because I had fun. Like, that is way more <laughs> me. <laughs> Then, like, because some people really will be, like, they used this dialogue over repeatedly, yada, 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 and, like, all these, like, really intense, like, critiques of it, and I just don't think like that. I just am, like, am I having a good time? Hell yeah. My my brain is so smooth when I read a book. (laughs) There are no 
I am just trying to make a mental picture of what's going on, and that's like taking all of the effort out of me. To my add, two like, brain a cells. <laughs> my two brain cells are trying to make the words become a picture, and to add like criticism to that while I'm reading it just is not going to happen. <laughs> and that's why I know I could recommend any trashy book to you because you will think the same. Absolutely. Way. And from Blood and Ash is just. If you need to Classic. just sit on the couch, read a book after a long day at work, and just shut your brain off and enjoy the ride you're about to go on, that's the book. And it fully deserves its place on Book Talk. I do agree with that. It's a Book Talk book through and through. Through Steamy, and through. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Okay, The Unhoneymooners. We've talked about that on here before. It's We've a talked book. about it a lot. I think it is like a quintessential book talk romance. It has yeah. all the fun stuff. Makes sense. It should be on here. The One Poppy War. To lovers. All good. Have you seen The Poppy War on Book Talk? I saw it on um, no. Barnes and Noble's like Book Talk table, but I've mm-hmm. never really seen it on Book Talk. I don't think. Should I? Is now the time to tell you that I read the first two chapters of Poppy War about two months ago, and it's still on my Goodreads currently reading list. <laughs> <laughs> the way I froze. <laughs> Um, did you not like it? I did like it, but then... Okay. I feel like when I started reading it was when we started this podcast, and I just, like, stopped reading. <sighs> this is the thing, is, like, I won't blame you for that, because the Poppy War is really it was The first two a, chapters yeah. are really good. I need to get yeah, back it's to really, it. Yeah, it's really good, but it is really heavy and has a lot of, like... It is a plot that does make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not an easy read. Like, it has a lot of, like, mm-hmm. um, also, like, factual history in it. So, it's, it's like, a tougher read. It's not, like, level easy. It's, like, level hard. But it's good. <laughs> Should I, I start writing my waiting. books with, like, <laughs> yeah. easy levels? Level easy. Level kind of easy. Level medium. Um, I think I'm just waiting. Like, no. It really was good. I read two to mm-hmm. three chapters. Yeah. They were really great, but then I kind of got into my audiobook phase where it's like, if it's not an audiobook, I'm not reading it right now. And I'm on the wait list at Libby. I think I have like two weeks left. So I'm kind of waiting. And once it comes through, I'm going to listen to it on audiobook because I am really excited to read it. I just like don't have time to sit down and like physically read a book right now. I get that. The only time I'm reading is on my way to work, like with an audiobook. So, but I am excited. Hopefully the two weeks is real. You know how Libby works where (laughs) two weeks turns into like six months, bro. (laughs) Vicky, I have terrible news to tell you relating to Libby and audiobooks. So you know how I was listening to Seth Rogen's book? Yes. It expired. No. Did you renew <laughs> I didn't it? Finish it. I can't because the hold is so like the wait is so long. So I placed another hold, but it won't be ready for weeks. I'm really unwell. I think I'm gonna get it on Audible just because I just can't do this. Okay, so the only books that I have left on this list that I kinda wanted us to talk about are ones that I've seen a lot but haven't read or know anything about. Is that the Inheritance game? And Atlas Six. I don't know anything about I those, but I've seen them a lot. I have literally never heard the words Atlas Six. You've never heard it? Like, I've, look up the cover. I, I've never... No, I've never seen this book. Yeah, you have to look it up. Um, 
It has a weird cover. It's like black and white. I, if you say you've never seen this, I'm going to be kind of surprised. It's like, it would sell a lot at work. The Okay, so I have seen this. Oddly enough, I saw it today. Because I get emails from Amazon that says, how weird is it? Literally today, I just pulled up my email. At 2.17 p.m., Amazon emailed me and said, book recommendations. And it's Alice's. I literally, I always delete them, but that I remember seeing so that. That is so weird. It's only $4. I've never seen it before this email. That's though, weird. So I don't know. I've never seen this book. Should I read the description for the podcast? Okay, the Alexandrian society, caretakers of lost knowledge from the greatest civilizations of antiquity, are the foremost secret society of magical academicians in the world. Those who can earn a place among the Alexandrians will secure a life of wealth, power, prestige, and each decade only the six most uniquely talented magicians are selected to be considered for initiation. So like a classic fantasy thing is it a series though i don't know lately like whenever i find out a book is a series it like turns me off it sounds interesting oh right now it looks like it is i just can't like i I am barely reading right now i cannot read a series (laughs) (laughs) like i'm gonna read throne of glass for you this winter yeah that's all of the series makes me yeah, like, I can't, like, I feel like a touch of darkness, as good as that sounded, that has to be a series, right? I don't know. You'll have to look into it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay, moving on to the Inheritance games. I have only seen one review of this. Oh, and no. It was, this sounds bad. No, I think it was a oh, okay. decent review, but it was from Erica. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wait, I do kind of remember it. that. I do remember that It was, like, months ago. Okay. One thing I heard about this was my friend who lives in Pennsylvania. She told me that she went to the bookstore and she bought this. And the guy that checked her out was like, this is my favorite book. So that's an intense recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Was that too random? You're always... (laughs) Anytime... (laughs) anyone tells you it's their favorite book you're like that's intense (laughs) (laughs) because the thing is that i don't have a favorite book so whenever people claim something that's why i reacted the way i did when you told me the yearbook was your favorite book because to me like i can't pick a favorite anything like it's just who i am as a person like i'm not decisive and so when people say like my favorite book like i want to read it because i'm like i'm admiring how much how strongly they feel (laughs) I wouldn't buy you if they do that. That's intense. <laughs> That's intense. Um. Okay. <laughs> I mean, one that- reason I wouldn't. One reason I wouldn't want to read it is because of what you told me about Caraval and how complicated I was, it is. I was <laughs> and just the inheritance say, games. Sounds I complicated. heard the inheritance games is like. The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hugo, or not Evelyn Hugo, Evelyn Hardcastle, Hardcastle, oh. which is like Carval. So I'm like, it's too complicated. I it's won't read too that complicated. anymore. And then someone also compared it to a movie that I've seen that I did not like. Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah. How I did, did not, I know that was it? I did not I like liked that Knives movie. Out. 
No, I someone, liked it. In someone's review, they literally said the Inheritance Games is Knives Out. I Why would that I movie? Read it but now? I liked it as a movie. I would never like to read that ever. No. And we also like talked about that, like Carval. Yeah, because it's make an amazing movie. But did I like the book? No. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Should we talk so, about um, our recent reads? Yeah, we should. We've been here a while. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was it. We think we covered really a ton of popular book talk books and our thoughts on them. Yeah. Overall, I mean, what is, is your fun. number one book talk recommendation that you would say read this one over all the others? Come on, it ends with us. <laughs> I agree. That's the best book talk book. That or A Court of Thorns and Roses, but like they're both. Yeah. But It Ends With Us is on a different level. Yeah, book talk is fun. I enjoy being on it. Um, it does get a bit tiresome sometimes seeing mm-hmm. the same books over and over, but I also Maybe it'll change. get why we see. I mean, on Bookstagram, you also see the books, same books over, over and over, and over again. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, you can't fault it. It's just. I don't know. I would like to see more diversity in the books that are being chosen. I saw a really good book talk um, a while back, and I wish I could find it, but it was this guy, and he was saying um, my top five, like, favorite horror recommendations, and they were books I had never heard about, and they were so good, and, like, that's what I kind of hope that book talk, like, turns into more. Like, I hope that those start kind of, like, blowing up more and, like, that I get to see them on my page because I love that, like, recommendations that of, like, a genre I don't usually read. Like, that's kind of more what I'd be interested in, and I hope it goes there. I agree. Recent reads. What are you going to talk about today? You didn't put it down. I didn't put it down. It's a surprise. Um, okay, but you put no, I love surprises. You're talking about... <laughs> the book you're talking about today is the book you posted a review for. And I'm yes. so surprised because I didn't know you were reading this book. I feel Oh, because hurt. I've gone off the... I've been off the grid. Wait, do you have this I book too or something? I feel a hurt. No, but... Do you have you this know- book? No, but you loved Yes and I Love You, and you know I liked Yes and I Love You, so I'm surprised you didn't tell oh, me you were reading the sequel. Vicky, Vicky, I have been off the grid. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I do I don't understand. Know it took you like three days to text me back this week. Three days. Guys, took- <laughs> I, I went through a, a midnight. As you know, I turned 25. Yes, I'm old, whatever. I got a tattoo. I got my nose pierced. We are unhinged. Wait, I you got a tattoo a other than the plant one? No, that's the one I got. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Continue <laughs> okay. the story. So I got my nose pierced and, you know, absolutely unhinged moment. I literally texted my friends and was like, should I get my nose pierced? They said yes. Ten minutes later, I got it pierced. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Um, I texted Jen because I knew she would be so excited about this. It took her like three days to text me back. And she said... She said, I forgot to what did I text say? you back. It looks great. <laughs> I'm so bad. Vicky, Three the days later. Texts, the number of those texts I've sent this week is insane. Like, I want to try and find another one. You were moving. I so did I it to everyone. It. I don't blame you. Once I saw you were moving and once I remembered you were moving this week, I was like, okay. It makes more sense why Jen has not texted me back yet. <laughs> I didn't text anyone back like my dad like um anyone friends like I I'm terrible I was off the grid but that's probably why I didn't tell you that I was reading this because I read it first really fast and um it was over in like a 
24 hour period like it was a really quick thing and i was off the grid all right so does a quick thing mean that it was a good thing yes i loved it (laughs) i (laughs) i didn't like it as much as yes and i love you though but still really still really good who is is it like a sequel is it just about characters in the book it's just about um do you remember andy i think is her name I can't even remember, and I read this book so recently, but Andy was kind of the outgoing girl in the office who, like, tried to get Holland to talk more and, like, socialize more. So, this book is about Andy, and she has a lot of, um, past, like, trauma, and can I give, like, a slight spoiler that, like, won't really ruin the book? Go ahead, Bessie. (laughs) Okay, I'm just gonna go for it. So, the thing that happened is that, like, her boyfriend when she was in high school was a serial killer. And that's not, like, a big thing is, in the book. Like, they, is it, they the do reveal it slowly. Is that the spoiler I expected you to drop? No. <laughs> no, it like, it's not, it's not really a spoiler. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler, but, you know, some people like to go into a book, like, completely blind. And, like, you don't, like, you don't want to know that. But I thought that that was, like, a selling point for the book. Like, I thought that was really That absolutely crazy. is. That absolutely is. That's what I'm saying. I think that's kind of, like, you should advertise that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The trauma. <laughs> you should advertise that anyway (laughs) but yeah so her boyfriend when she was in high school ended up being a serial killer so she hasn't been in a relationship since understandable yeah so it's kind of about her like learning to trust people again and then she meets this guy who's actually her neighbor of course and he's a fireman but he lost his leg and got um like kicked off the fireman squad whatever that's called so he's struggling too he um is also like dealing with a lot of things she's dealing with a lot of things and they kind of are really good for each other my favorite kind of book perfect those books i always have a soft spot for them like the romances where they both have like real world problems and like actually have to work on them and to fall in love because i hate books where there's no problems and there's no issues and they just like Like instantly fall in love yeah you because it's just not real like in any relationship like you're both bringing things to the table it doesn't yeah everyone has trauma guys it's okay my boyfriend wasn't a serial killer but (laughs) it's just um what did you read you crazy lunatic okay (laughs) speaking of trauma oh no i read crying in h mart which is another memoir two memoirs back to back um it was actually really good and i knew it was i can't wait be good but i didn't expect it to be so emotional if i'm honest i bought this book because it's all over bookstagram right now but also the cover is beautiful yeah and like, because i bought it <laughs> yeah me and jen actually bought this literally <laughs> the same moment um but the book is it's so pretty and i've seen it everywhere so i'm like obviously this book is gonna be great i had no idea like what it was actually gonna be about Mm -hmm. like i mean obviously you can assume it's about the person's life but it was really emotional and like i kind of teared up a little bit i wasn't really expecting to be like as emotional as it was um so it's about this girl i don't even know her name like i really didn't even know she was as famous as she was yeah i don't know her so i'm i don't know anything about that she's in a band though like she's what band vicky has no (laughs) clue 
<laughs> no, but I'm excited to read it because I want to learn this on my own time too because I don't know anything about her either. So I'm probably going into it like the same way that you were. So Michelle Zahner, um, mm-hmm. she is a guitarist in the band Japanese Breakfast, which I apparently this band is like super popular. I've never heard of Damn. it. I've never heard of her. Um, so when I was reading this book, I really didn't know anything I was like, oh, this is probably just, like, someone's life that they decided to write about. Um, But it's about – it's not just about her life, but it's about the moment she finds out her mom is diagnosed um, with cancer and she's Mm -hmm. basically going to die. So the whole book is about, like, her mom getting the diagnosis, her mom getting sick, her mom dying and her moving on from her mom's death so the book really centers around obviously her Mm -hmm. mom and it's just really emotional how like the things she learns from her mom getting diagnosed and then how she has to like adjust her lifestyle and how her relationship with her dad changes and how Mm -hmm. her relationship like with her husband changes and it was just like yeah it was just really emotional and I don't know. I wasn't expecting it to be so centered around one situation in her life. But really, the whole entire book is just about her mom and how she had to just basically totally... How she just coped with the diagnosis to the death. and like It was probably like really therapeutic to write about it. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that probably was really helpful. That's what it felt like because mm-hmm. she started, I think literally the first page like she's like i'm crying in h mart because my mom is diagnosed and then the end of the book is like my mom died so i'm not the ready whole for book this it's just how she copes with it and it's I'm not really good. like as sad as it is it's almost kind of like it's nice to see that like this is such an she's, average person yeah that like she did is it coping she's, with the loss of a parent yeah and like the struggles that she went through and she rushed to get married because she really wanted her mom to be at the wedding but she knew Stop. her mom was gonna die soon oh it was, my god it was really great but okay it was, yeah it was sad maybe i so, do need yeah. to read this because like maybe okay so is this the, no, i this? listened to it on audiobook which i always recommend memoirs okay it was good though is this going to make me feel more depressed or is this going to inspire and <laughs> uplift me um so i think some parts are really sad because like my mom's not sick or anything but it kind of it makes you think like to lose a parent and like my parents are you know they're not at that age yet but but with they're not young right so like it makes you kind of think about that and how Mm -hmm. sad that's gonna be when that happens and like Uh, how you're gonna have to cope with that and how you probably need to start like coping with it now stop it i can't now but (laughs) but it's also like really empowering the way that she like moved on from it and deals with it and her life after her mom dies like she did certain things in memory of her mom and there was actually this really beautiful um line that she said and it was like so she's american korean Mm -hmm. and she said for the longest time she tried to be american because she was embarrassed to be korean because to fit in which obviously Mm -hmm. like kids bully kids who are different so she was Mm -hmm. bullied a lot in school and then after her mom died she was like it's kind of crazy how 
I used to try to hide the Korean and bring out the American in me. And since my mom died, I've tried to hide the American and bring out the Korean in me because she became so proud to be Korean and so proud to be her mom's daughter. And I was like, oh "Oh my my God. God. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm in the right headspace for that. (laughs) But then she makes a shit ton of kimchi to deal with it. (laughs) That's iconic. There's like a whole chapter where she makes kimchi to deal with her mom's death. (laughs) that's like really sad but like really sounds correct it's really nice yeah i think it it just is real like yeah because because first off it is real so yeah but like it's interesting i think people have an idea of like how you deal with grief and just the way she goes through it it's messy and it hurts but she's going it's real yeah and it's she's going and she's living day by day and i mean that (laughs) i literally read the kimchi chapter today and i was like hysterical (laughs) laughing i'm like her mom dies and the first thing she's like i need to make 10 gallons of kimchi (laughs) oh my god do you think that you and i like memoirs so much because we are nosy that's absolutely why i like memoirs i think so too (laughs) like i am really nosy and i love hearing everybody's life that's yeah, why I, I love that's why seeing I do. how yeah what people go through and how they deal with it i like just, just seeing like, like hearing what their house looks like what they eat yeah. like just the dumbest stuff like i love hearing that and that's why i will read anyone's memoir because i just like to hear about people i don't care who you are i, I don't care read your memoir because that's how I we ended up so nosy that that is literally why i'm a therapist okay <laughs> like i'm so nosy that's how we ended up reading green lights is because we'll literally read anyone's memoir maybe we should stop I anyone's memoir you guys Absolutely. send us your memoirs in and we will read them and write them I, and review yeah, them i would okay <laughs> that was book talk books what we've been reading recently all the good stuff in between (laughs) all of it um if you want to follow us uh, we are at anything pros pod on instagram if you want to like rate subscribe us um you want to follow jen and i on instagram i'm at vicky's bookshelf vicky with an i and i am at a broke bookworm and we'll be back again next monday